This is a Berean Family Devotional. For more information about Berean Baptist Church, visit bereanfamily.com. God, we thank you for this time. We just pray that it would be honoring and glorifying to you. We pray that it would be encouraging um, to someone and that you would just give us the words to say, we love you. Amen. All right, so tonight we're going to be picking up in Joshua chapter 9. We've been working our way through the book of Joshua and... Uh, what has been happening so far is the Israelites the Israelites have been uh, working their way into the conquering of the promised land hey guys keep it quiet please sorry <laughs> we've been working our way uh, into conquering the promised land and uh Jericho has fallen, right? We had the story in chapters 5 and 6 about uh, Jericho uh, falling at the hands of the Lord after they march around the city. Uh, in chapter 8, Ai is destroyed. And now we're into uh, chapter 9. That's where we're going to pick up tonight. I'm going to read the first couple of verses here. Chapter 9 of Joshua it says, Now when all the kings west of the Jordan heard about these things, the kings in the hill country and the western foothills along the entire coast of the Mediterranean Sea as far as Lebanon, the kings of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, they came together to wage war against Joshua and Israel. One thing uh, that stood out to us when we were reading through this chapter today is that we found it really interesting that all of these kings, the people of the promised land, saw what God was doing through the Israelites. Uh, they were being a light for God, essentially. And this uh, caused uh, those people to take action. It reminded me of a verse in the New Testament when Jesus is uh, preaching his Sermon on the Mount. Uh, he says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I think this is the same idea, that uh, God wants to be seen, and many times he chooses to be seen through his people. When his people are following him, others will see that. Uh, when I think about what that might look like in our own lives, I'm not uh, an especially outgoing person, so the idea of evangelizing uh, does not come natural, naturally to me. Uh, but I've been blessed at times in my own life to, uh, to have God work through me, even when I uh, didn't realize it, uh, I was being a light. I remember a couple years ago, one of my co-workers uh, was diagnosed with cancer, and uh, soon after that, uh, a group of the teachers got together and asked me to uh, lead the, the group in prayer um, for her. Uh, and I remember that was very, that was a great blessing to me uh, to be able to lead that prayer, but also to know that they saw God in me, that they knew uh, they wanted somebody to pray uh, and, and they asked me to do it. Um, that, that was a blessing to me, uh, to be able to do that, uh, for her and, and for, uh, the staff at our school. Uh, and it, it just was one way that God was letting himself be known in that school was through, uh, through me. And I, I kind of see, um, 
there in Matthew, uh, how God wants us to, to be that light. And that's kind of what I see happening here in Joshua too. Uh, the people of the promised land are seeing God through his people and they are responding to it. Kelly's going to pick up here in verse 3. Now there are some, some kind of hard names in here. So if I totally mess them up, I'm very sorry. Um, but we are in Joshua 9. We're going to go in verse 3. However, when the people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they resorted to a ruse. They went as a delegation whose donkeys were loaded with a horn, sorry, a worn out sacks and old wineskins cracked and mended. They put worn and patched sandals on their feet and wore old clothes. All the bread of their food supply was dry and moldy. When they went to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal and said to him, and the Israelites, we have come from a distant country. Make a treaty with us. The Israelites said to the Hivites, but perhaps you live near us. So how can we make a treaty with you? We're your servants, they said to Joshua. But Joshua asked, who are you and where do you come from? They answered, your servants have come from a very distant country because of the fame of the Lord your God. For we have heard reports of him. All that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of Amorites and east of the Jordan, Sihon, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashbeshan, he reigned in Ashtaroth. And the elders of all those living in our country said to us, Take provisions for your journey. Go meet them and say to them, We are your servants. Make a treaty with us. This is... this." Bread of ours was warm when we packed it, and at home when we packed it at home on the day we left to come to you. But now you see how dry and moldy it is, and these wineskins that we filled were new. But now see how cracked they are, and our clothes and sandals are worn out by the very long journey. The Israelites sampled their provisions, but did not inquire of the Lord. Then Joshua made a treaty of peace with them to let them live, and the leaders of the assembly ratified it by oath. Three days after they made the treaty with the Gibeonites, the Israelites heard that they were neighbors living near them. So the Israelites set out on the third day, came to their city, Gideon, Kepira, and Beroth, and Kiriath, Jerom, wow, but the Israelites did not attack them because the leaders of the assembly had sworn an oath to them by the Lord, the God of Israel. The whole assembly grumbled against the leaders, but all the leaders answered, We have given them our oath by the Lord, the God of Israel. We cannot touch them now. So what we see happen here is that Joshua and the Israelite leadership are deceived. Uh, the Gibeonites successfully uh, deceive them into creating this peace treaty. Uh, and what this reminded Kelly and I of as we were reading uh, through this chapter is uh, the importance of having godly, God-honoring uh, leaders that make good decisions. Uh, here, uh, Joshua and the leadership, uh, especially uh, in, in verse 14, it says, the Israelites sampled their provisions but did not inquire of the Lord. And that was their, their flaw here. They did not seek God uh, when making this decision. And that ends up creating kind of a mess of things here. It leads to the whole assembly grumbling against the leaders. 
uh, and, and probably leads to the Israelites missing uh, the, the blessing of completely defeating the Gibeonites here. Uh, so this just reminded us of the importance of um, having strong leaders. Um, we wanted to take some time to pray for our leaders. We wanted to take some time to pray for the um, leaders of the church, the pastors, directors, the deacons. Uh, we wanted to take some time to pray for the leaders of our country, our city, our state, our president. They have a lot on them right now. And we just wanted to pray that they would be making godly decisions as they lead us. Um, but like I said earlier, if you guys have anything that you want prayer for, please put it here, message us, um, message the Brian page, and we would be happy to pray for that. Um, but we just want to take some time, and even when this is over, I would encourage you to pray for our leaders. Um, there's, there's a lot right now, as we all know, and um, they need some prayer. So let's go ahead and pray. Can you pray with us, Ben? Yeah. He's still here. We lost one of them, <laughs> but he's still here with us. All right, let's go ahead and pray. God, we are thankful for our country, thankful for our freedom to worship you. Um, I just pray for our leaders. I pray that they would be seeking you. God, I pray for our president, um, that he would seek wise counsel, that he would look to you for decisions, um, and our governors and even our mayors. God, I just, in all the different branches and um, leaders of our country, God, I pray that you would just give them wisdom. I pray that you would just be very known to them. Um, I pray for the leaders of our church as we try to lead the church well through all of this. I pray that we would be seeking you, um, seeking you first, God. I pray for even the people in our church that they would feel you through all of this. Um, I just pray that this would be over soon. I pray thank you for our uh, medical people and those working in the hospitals. I just thank you for them. I pray that you would give them wisdom too, God. Um, but especially tonight, we want to pray for our leaders. Just be known to them, and I just pray that they would be seeking you through all this. We love you, and um, we thank you for the promise that you are in control, God, and that we can trust you. We love you. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, whoa. Sorry. <laughs> it's <He> live. <laughs> thank you for joining us. And oh my goodness. Okay, I'm just going to hold it. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> and welcome to our home. <laughs> um, yes, if you have anything that you'd like us to pray for, please comment it, message us, and we will do that. But thank you. And we look forward to seeing you guys soon. And yeah. try not to drop my phone again. Yeah. <laughs> have Bye. a good night. Bye. Bye.